0: Isaiah chapter 58 verse 1 Call with a throat restrain not as a trumpet lift up thy voice and declare to my people their transgression and to the house of Jacob their sins This is telling us to speak the truth admit that we are sinners warn people of sin don't just smile and nod because you're afraid to offend somebody tell them in a kind loving way that what they're doing is sin and Jesus really wants to forgive them, be real with people. 2. Seeing me day by day they seek, and the knowledge of my ways they desire, as a nation that righteousness hath done, and the judgment of its God hath not forsaken, they ask of me judgments of righteousness, the drawing near of God they desire. 3. Why have we fasted, and thou hast not seen? We have afflicted our soul, and thou knowest not. Lo, in the day of your fast ye find pleasure, and all your labors ye exact. The Lord says, people ask me why I won't answer their prayer when they're fasting, but they're not really fasting like they're supposed to be. He says, you guys still seek sensual pleasure even on a fast day. You may not be eating as much, but you're still doing selfish things on the Sabbath. You are still serving yourselves, He's telling them that they are hypocrites. 4. Lo, for strife and debate ye fast, and to smite with a fist of wickedness, ye fast not as today to sound in the high place your voice. He says that you guys quarrel when you claim that you are fasting. In some small churches that happens a lot, but even in big churches too, there can be a lot of arguments over petty things. And he says, that isn't the fast that I asked you to do, it's fake. 5. Like this is the fast that I choose, the day of a man's afflicting his soul, to bow as a reed his head, and sackcloth and ashes spread out, this dost thou call a fast, and a desirable day to Jehovah? He says, you guys put on a show, you don't wash your face, you put ashes on your head, you bow down in public— and you pretend that you're afflicted, but in reality, you're just play-acting. 6. Is not this the fast that I choose? To loose the bands of wickedness, to shake off the burdens of the yoke, and to send out the oppressed free, and every yoke ye draw off. He says, you should be setting people free from the bondage of sin, and free from bondage to your own oppression that you're doing to them. So if you're forcing a renter to pay too much, more than they should pay, or you don't have honest business practices and you're essentially extorting from your clients, or you're ignoring your children, or you're a pastor and you refuse to share the gospel with people because you want to be popular and get more people in your church. And you just smile and nod at everything that people do because you just want a bigger church. He says that you're not setting people free. Jesus went into the temple and set people free. He told them the gospel, he forgave them of their sins, and he lifted them from the burdens of their physical sicknesses. So when we don't help people with the gospel, taking on their physical burdens, praying for them, our fast is useless. 7. Is it not to deal to the hungry thy bread? And the mourning poor bring home, that thou seest the naked, and cover him, and from thine own flesh hide not thyself? The Lord says, The fast that I want is that you take care of the poor, the lonely, the naked, and that you don't turn your back on your own family members. 8. Then broken up as the dawn is thy light, and thy health in haste springeth up, gone before thee hath thy righteousness, the honor of Jehovah doth gather thee. He says if you actually have compassion on people and you take care of their needs and you tell them the truth that they should repent, then a lot of your emotional and spiritual problems are going to dissipate and you will be walking in my light. You will have my joy and righteousness. 7. Then thou callest and Jehovah answereth. Thou criest and he saith, Behold me, if thou turn aside from thy midst the yoke, the sending forth of the finger, and the speaking of vanity. He says, if you would stop oppressing people, being opportunistic and taking advantage of people, and also pointing the finger at others and condemning them because they don't please you, or talking about how awesome you are and how charitable you are, then I will answer you when you pray. I will say, here I am, when you cry out to me. You know, the Lord is a lot smarter than we think he is. He knows what's really in our hearts. We can put on a real great show at church, but he isn't fooled. He knows what we really think of other people, and the way that we're really treating them. 10. And dost bring out to the hungry thy soul, and the afflicted soul dost satisfy. Then risen in the darkness hath thy light, and thy thick darkness is as noon. He says, I'll pull you out of your depression and your despair, if you will take care of other people, if you'll share the gospel with other people, and food and water, and you will take the affliction away from other people, then I'll take your affliction away from you. 11. And Jehovah doth lead thee continually, and hath satisfied in drought thy soul, and thy bones he armeth, and thou hast been as a watered garden, and as an outlet of waters, whose waters lie not. This is a metaphor, and the Lord is saying, if you will help other people, spiritually and physically, then I will help you in all those ways. I will go before you so that you can follow me, and you will not be in a spiritual drought, and I will strengthen your bones. This is a spiritual metaphor, that he will give us spiritual strength in our lives. We will be like a watered garden, flourishing and blossoming. This doesn't mean that we're going to be rich. It means that we will have rich lives that touch other people and lead other people into the kingdom. We will have living water flowing out of our life. 12. And they have built out of thee the wastes of old, the foundations of many generations thou raisest up, and one calleth thee repairer of the breach restorer of paths to rest in will actually be called somebody who fixes spiritual problems because we'll teach the gospel to others and will help repair social problems because we'll be taking care of other people's needs in an effective way that changes people's lives 13 if thou dost turn from the Sabbath thy foot doing thine own pleasure on my holy day and hast cried to the Sabbath, a delight, to the Holy of Jehovah, honored, and hast honored it without doing thine own ways, without finding thine own pleasure, and speaking a word. The Israelites were commanded in the Levitical law to have a physical rest on the Sabbath, and not to do anything that would advantage their own lives, because they were supposed to trust the Lord on that day. So they weren't allowed to buy, trade, or sell. They weren't allowed to farm. They weren't allowed to go out and do any kind of work because that would advantage themselves. They had to trust the Lord one day a week and let him supply all of their needs. A big reason why people didn't rest on the Sabbath was to take care of their needs. Either they wanted to work or they wanted to have sensual pleasures and that includes food and other things. So the Lord says, If you would actually honor my Sabbath and let me take care of your needs, then you will have my peace. 14. Then dost thou delight thyself on Jehovah, and I have caused thee to ride on high places of earth, and have caused thee to eat the inheritance of Jacob thy father, for the mouth of Jehovah hath spoken. The inheritance of Jacob is the inheritance of the family of God. To be on high places of the earth means that your prayers are heard and that you're walking on the straight and narrow path and you aren't going to trip and fall into sin. When we are obeying the Lord and humbling ourselves before him and allowing him to take care of our needs, then we are walking in high places and receiving our spiritual inheritance in his family. And that concludes Isaiah chapter 58.